Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Welcome to another edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. How are you fellas doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? Good to see your face. It's got a mustache on it still. Yeah, I mean, we we saw each other, I think, last week at a mustache. Yeah, but still, I thought it was like a bachelor party gag, you know? What the hell is that supposed to mean? I mean, I have a beard. Yeah, but it's not as thick as the mustache, though. The mustache is much more distinguished. The mustache hasn't been shaved in months. Bold strategy, Cod. Nick, you had a mustache. I mean, not he, long ago. he still has a mustache. Yeah, but it, it's like this. It's white. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I did know. have. You, it kind of comes in a little patchy at the top. That mustache does not. <laughs> right. That's so. It. It's not the same. Same length. When no, I put the that's beard what I'm saying. On. It's not the same yeah. length. It's just darker. No, it's not. It's not. You don't have as much hair right here as you do right there, so it's not the same length. You know what? You should do more pointing so that our listeners can know exactly. I, I did a verbal point when I said it comes here a patchy. versus there. Yeah, well, patchy somewhere on a beard. People can use their imaginations. They're probably not thinking your forehead, you goober. Uh, uh, yes, still have the mustache. Either way, I respect you both for trying a mustache. I really just it doesn't come in. It's oh, oh it's yeah, like I don't know if you can. It's the, the, the anti, no, area. it's the anti Charlie Chaplin. Oh, Chaplin. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're going with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a little safer and more PC. That's like the one spot it doesn't come in, probably because I'm so anti Nazi. Is uh, what I like to that, think. Yeah, you know, it's a good I point. Think, I think it probably checks out in that regard. But yeah, it's good to to see your all's faces, Justin. How are you? I'm pretty good. I got to sleep in this morning. Normally, I wake up about ten after six. I slept until six thirty. Uh, great night of track and field. Watched uh, Sydney McLaughlin tear it up. That was just absolutely incredible. Nah, we'll talk um, about that. that absolutely. Was nuts. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I need one more for golf this afternoon. Hmm. Won't be me. What? I'm going to Florida in a week or like nine yeah, days. Yeah, so you need to shake off a little oh, bit of that rust. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna waste your whole vacation sucking eggs. I mean, you're I normally horrible. I always suck. So. No, you don't. No, you don't. I played in that scramble with you. You you undersold, over delivered. Unlike somebody else in this room. I mean, at this point, I can go out there and shoot 115, 120, and I'm gonna have a blast. And now I'm not. I'm not yeah, gonna sure. be worried about my score. Yeah. Why don't you come out and do that tonight? Need one more. <laughs> Work obligations. Oh, it's just always oh something. Oh, my goodness. No time. Excuses, excuses, excuses. He doesn't get invited no. and all that stuff. Hey, so. I am glad to get, at least get uh, the invite. Don't expect another one in 2021. <laughs> it's over. That's two I've turned down now, yeah. I know. It's, no a good. guy can only – I've got one friend who used to be in, like, the golf regulars, if you will. 
uh, and even the regular the golf regulars. I'm using air quotes around that word. Haven't played all that much together. I've played more with my family this year, which has been nice. But there's one that was again. There's like four of us. We'd it'd usually just be us four that go out and play. He hasn't like played once this year. And yesterday, he finally said yes, but then came back and had to cancel. <laughs> so close. Anyways, I'm excited to get out there. I'm finally starting to play slightly better, so that's fun. And uh, we've got, I guess, another late night for me because USA Basketball at 12:15 in the semifinals. Still, don't, I still would love to just be able to record that, but I don't know. It's something fun about watching live. So haven't figured that out. And we've got plenty of football news. The whole uh, the whole thing starts this week. We got more info on Fan Day. I think we discussed that a little bit, but going to be at the Krogue. Yep. Fans going to be able to go in there, watch a practice. How much you're going to be able to see? Probably not much. That's what they always have at Fan Day. But it, it'll, it'll be something. You'll actually probably get to see more of the practice because they're having it at the Krogue instead of uh, just on the sidelines at the practice fields. Yeah, I, would, so, I never really liked the practice field thing. I. I'm not going to lie, TJ, I kind of did just because it felt like it was a, a flex. I got to be on the other side of the rope. It's like, yeah, VIP. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's it was like cool. one of those times where it's like, Nick Roush, big shot coming through. Yeah. that's that, that's uh, Now you know what it feels like to be one of the rich folks at Kroger Field. Yeah, exactly. Just look down at everybody else. Right, all right. Tied together. The, the only thing missing was a bar, open bar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't, if you I looked in the to, right places. I, I, get to, I did get to go to the Gatorade cooler, so it might as well be an open bar. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Well, I bet they'll – where will you be Saturday? Would they – With the fans. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, so they're not letting you on the field. They're giving us a section, but it's like, oh, who cares? It's probably not even good seats. Well, so like, like why just, not just open up the old press box then at that rate? You'd probably rather be closer to the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that press box stinks. Like, wow. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. I hate it. It used to be the best. Yeah, but now you can't open it. You can't hear anything up there. It's, it's, you it's, can't open it? No, you can't hear any noise. Like, I go outside for the intros just so I can hear the fans roar. It's kind of It kind of stinks, yeah. Is that like a common thought of the media? Yeah, yeah, everybody hates it. Tom Leach's room's the only one that can open a window. Now, of course they'd give it to Tom Leach. Yeah, well, and that was a specific request because, like, how else are you going to get a feel of the game if you can't open up the window? And yeah, there was just on? nice fall nights. You just wanted to have an open window. You know, it's like, funny. It just, you, right. Yeah, I mean, obviously to be able to hear, but it just it would feel great. It's the exact same way with Don Fisher. None of the Indiana press box windows open except for his. It's so dumb. I don't know why. I Maybe like, for safety reasons. Though. I know. I know that at least at South Carolina they have like your. It's, it's almost like an old school. Uh, we, you know, you, we had these in our elementary school. The uh, windows that you, they just kind of like are flaps. They're almost like vents, where you you you, you push the the lever out and they kind of just lean out at a ninety yeah. degree angle. South Carolina has those just at the top, just so you can at least. Hear that damn rooster crow a thousand times and sandstorm. Yeah, and hear people get pumped over that. So yeah, it's not it's not my favorite, but like I can't complain too much because I mean it is nice. It's just oh, let's just take out the fun part of it. That's the small thing that stinks. But yes, we'll be fan day is Saturday at eleven a.m. Open to all fans. Free admission. Uh, no autographs this year, uh, but players are going to throw out signed mini footballs afterwards. They're going to give out. I think signed posters. You can get your uh, your your posters for the team there, which Terry brought in one this morning for the Big X Sports Radio studio. For the team. For the team. For the team. Got a lot of the Big Blue Wall on that poster. It's the Big Blue Wall poster. 
Yes, it is. I think they have different position groups on different posters. This yeah. one is the big blue wall. I figured it fit our blue collar mentality. We are, we are blue collar. That is Kentucky roll call. I think it's really just offense in general. Wait. That, yeah, because there's oh. a lot of other guys oh. in there. Keaton Upshaw. Yeah. yeah. Wandale Robinson. Okay. Well, he's not so much. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Chris Rodriguez is right him. next to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, one. Chris Rodriguez is just huge. Yeah. Big guy. Oh, but uh, 11 a.m. Green lot is where you'll park. It's free to get in, but no autographs or pictures this year. That's the one downside. So they'll still give away some stuff, but for the most part, you're there for the open practice. Watch the guys in action. It'll be a first chance to actually see what Liam Cohen's offense looks like, but I have a feeling it's not going to be anything too complicated. They probably won't even have like a big team peer. I'm, I'm, actually, I guess they'll have a small one. But it's the second day of practice, you know. They're not they're not gonna go all in. So uh yeah, it, it it will be a great chance to watch and break down every single pass Will Levis makes. Uh that's I, I You bet I've, your sweet buns we're gonna be judging every one of those. I've mentioned this before though, but if I'm if I'm stoops, usually you do the spring game, but you know, we know how that went back in, in the spring. But I, I think I'm just starting the practice, I don't know, first like 20 minutes where it's just like bomb after bomb after bomb. And we're all – everybody in the stands is like, oh, my gosh, he could throw it 70. Like just tell the defensive backs to kind of slip or right. get a step or two behind or something like that. And then, boom, sell more tickets. You're they're going to the, ha- the have people business. selling tickets there. So, are they? Yeah. I wonder what the number is at. Usually you get that Courier Journal. Oh, story. you told me to – Damn it! I forgot about. Oh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that text in. Yeah, I wonder I wonder where they're at. Uh, That's a good post for today. Get nice and easy. It'd be great. It'd be great. I've seen some other UK fans on Twitter wondering, and I obviously don't don't have a clue. But you know, as Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC, I'm a firm believer in just fans show up. You're gonna recruit well. Fans show up. If Stoops ever decides to leave, you're going to be able to get a coach that's going to want to coach in front of a packed house. Fans have a huge say in the direction of the Kentucky football program, and you got to show up. And that's why it's absolutely outlandish and ridiculous that Mitch Barnhart lets some fans, an exclusive number of fans, have certain privileges uh, as simplistic as what they drink and not drink. I understand if you have more money, you may be able to park closer, have better seats, more space. That stuff's understandable. But you think when it come to concession options, you'd at least give just the common folk the option to pay more. Man, I, I think one thing we really missed from the pandemic is having the people show up to like, hey, how about this new Kentucky Proud Burger? And it's just like some fan taking a bite out of a burger and they're like, <laughs> Thumbs up. Like they, they can't even say anything because they got a mouthful of food. It's great. Well, I'm gonna miss during the pandemic when they that first game had people walking around telling you you couldn't tailgate, either get in your car or get in the stadium. Uh, so we are worried about this pandemic. So let's all bundle back into our uh, Rav Four. That sounds that sounds like a smart idea, Debbie. Appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, they're tough times. And UK announced yesterday, at least in basketball, they're they're expecting full capacity. Football, they've already made that announcement now, obviously. This recent surge, I'm sure everybody's just kind of hoping and, and praying that it gets a little bit better, but not – I don't think you're going to see the – like last year where people were trying to get way out ahead and, hey, we're going to cancel this. Uh, we're going to postpone this. Uh, we're looking at 50% capacity. 
I, I think they're going to say, we're planning on 100, and if it gets to be a week or two before and we got to change something up, we'll do that. And I think that's the better approach. So uh, should be full capacity for both UK and uh, UK football and UK basketball. So exciting. That'll, that'll be fun. Yeah. I do yeah. wonder what that first crowd will look like. Because on the one hand, it's like, wow, we haven't had a full chance at a Kroger field in a, co- a long time. This UK team has expectations, big expectations heading into this season. But and then on the flip side, it's a crappy opponent at noon yeah. for, for Saturday in September. So I bet it'll be probably one of those upper corners not full, which is right, a little underwhelming. Right. Now, you know, you wish you could get it full and then just leave it at halftime. You know you're going to be able to in this in this first game. But uh, yeah, I think upper cor- corner is going to be a little, little, little empty would yeah. be my guess. But, uh, you know, it happens. Uh, I I know that I'm going to be excited to to get that first game underway. A noon early kickoff before we got a bunch of primetime games. Uh, if it's if the weather is anything like it is right now, woke up this morning and it's you got a little chill in there. It's a little crisp. It was in the 60s. Man, feels like football. It's been like that for a few mornings. Man, it's, it almost makes you think that like you know we're getting closer to fall mornings, but. You know, as soon as you say that. It's going to get hot again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I just tell you how much I hate the mindset of leave at halftime? Oh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. sure. Tell it, let it run. I mean, I, just, I think of it from the player's perspective. Like, what, what are they thinking when they come out of the halftime locker rooms and it's like, whoa, this place was 85% full. Now we've got 35%. They probably think that things have gone well or horribly. Is I this just, still? I don't a thing? know. I've never been one to leave at halftime, no matter how much my team's up. Is this still a thing? Even though? against the worst team on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll ride it all out. I, I mean, I paid for the ticket. Yeah, but I figured I you didn't pay have, for I, I didn't figured, pay for half the ticket. Figured a busy man like yourself wouldn't have time. Well, back in the sure. day, I had all kinds of time. It was mm-hmm. nice. You were made of time. Yeah. I, so here, I, I feel like that's a thing, like more of a phenomenon, like twenty years ago, whenever everybody went to every game because it wasn't on TV, and then. At halftime, it was like, okay, well, I, you know, I've seen enough. Let's go. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I only notice it now whenever it's like a rainy game, and then it's a blowout, and then I can't like, especially like against the FCS teams. See, it comes. It comes down to this for me. Like, what else would you rather be doing on that Saturday? Like, what, what better do you have to do? What more fun do you have to do than sit there and watch a football game? No matter what the score is, it's still your team. I know some folks they would rather drink beer. And they can't, so they. Well, other people just have stuff they have to do, and so probably if like they, the kids if they, like if they football can, game. Maybe if they can get to it earlier, it's going to make their day a little easier. I don't have an issue with it. If you show up and Kentucky cook, took care of business and they're up by forty at halftime, I think the players understand. Like a, you know it, and they, also if you are the one to want to stay, then good on you as well because you'll get to see the kind of the future as they put in backups and all that fun stuff as well. So yeah, I don't really as. The issue is like leaving during an SEC game at halftime when it's a three-point game or a seven-point game or a ten-point game. Those are the issues. Against some cupcakes, you're up 40 at half. Yeah, get the hell out of there if you want. I don't, I'm not going to have an issue with it. Well, at the end of the day, I really don't think the players probably care or or notice for that matter. They might notice, but I, I doubt they care. I bet they notice when it's a big game and there's yeah. a big drop-off at halftime. And Roush seemed like when we were – 
in college, we didn't have the best football teams, didn't have the worst either. Oh, I went home quite a bit during those. But like so many people, Got a so many students would leave at halftime of big mm-hmm. games. Get hot and overserved. Now I wouldn't. I, I would. I would stay. Gosh, I was such a child. Uh, bait. Well, you know, quite literally, I suppose. But I'd. I'd be a, if like UK lost in dramatic fashion. I just walk back to my house. I could see on Sunset or Conterras and just wouldn't say a word. I could see you being one of those guys that sits in the stands for an extra twenty minutes after the game, like like Weird, what the hell just happened? Weirdly, I, I'm not going to say that has never happened to me. I wouldn't doubt that it has. I'm much more of like I'm gonna walk it out, bolting out yeah. of here. Okay. Like I need to get away from folks uh, normally. But I bet there's like the Michigan State UK game in 2005. I just sat there and yeah. literally cried. Uh, so that one was not one, but then again, I was also 12 years old or however old I was. So uh, I have to do the math on How old are you in eighth grade these days? 13? Mm, 14. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, we got to talk a little bit about everything going on on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> I'm loving this poll I got. 91% of people think you can't dunk. Yeah, uh, just just <laughs> outlandish, but that will be put to bed sooner rather than later. A little disappointing, uh, the numbers there. What can you do about it? But again, hand know. up. I put no on that, but I'm on. I'm of the camp that think you probably can to get rim. Oh, so you're just doing it for the optics? Yeah, I just I, I wanted to see a blowout for yep, sure. He's pandering. Unbelievable. <laughs> pandering Unbelievable. I thought I had a friend in you. Uh, no, I'm talking more about this Cracker Barrel Waffle House. Uh, that's right. Roush, I've always thought we have a smart radio listening audience. We do. Good taste. We do. Funny. They send in good text. What the hell is this? So, here's the thing, Terry. Now, now, uh, well, hold on. Well, I just okay. noticed this. Sorry. I just noticed my dad voted for Cracker Barrel. And you may say, wow, smart that's guy. really got to steam you. No, this shows that the poll is just, it, we, we've got people like my dad weighing in on it. Of course, he's going to say Cracker Barrel. Waffle House isn't fancy enough for him. This is more. <laughs> this is an elitist poll if there's ever been one. The, the most elitist poll, there's bias in it. I think if this was in the SATs, they'd throw it out. You'd have to. You'd have to. You'd they, absolutely have so to. So much bias in this question. Here's the, here's the thing. Some folks, I understand, like, like, we're kind of in apples and oranges territory, aren't we? Cracker Barrel, while they have good breakfast, they do many more things besides breakfast. But like, if I'm in, if I'm here in town, for what it's worth, Waffle House's lunches, while under the same recipes, mostly as their breakfast, hash browns, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's great. They've got like these, you know, they got a steak bowl and they just like cook that. And is it the best quality steak? I don't know, but they cook it up right in front of you, and then they just literally whoop, take their little spatula, put it in the bowl, and before you know, it's hot, it's in your mouth, it's delicious. There, I, I don't sleep on Waffle House's lunches, but you are right. Cracker Barrel has everything. Well, you've got and you, I just see Cracker Barrel as like a travel stop. Like I'm, I, I think I've been to the Cracker Barrel by the fairgrounds at once. In town, but like Cracker Barrel's not a, I don't know, that's like a, you're on the road and you need a good big meal to fill you up. It just, I can't, yes, you've got the, the four-star waitresses and that's cool and all, but I just, I, Waffle House has a lot more personality to it. Oh yeah, a lot uh, because uh, you're always drunk. No, no th- you're not. it's just it's like, no one goes there sober. See, that's the thing that I think everybody thinks, so they end up never going there sober. So I bet every like. 
people Usually that go say there that, the night after drinking. That was where, when where that was the time when I went most often because you get a nice hearty bacon sausage the in the morning. Morning after drinking, yeah. yeah. I that agreed. We did that a ton. We did, and that was always delicious. We did do the under the influence Waffle House trips. Those would just make it five star. Like that made it just the, the goat, mm-hmm. if you will. And then there's times that it's right by my house in Linden. So there's times I pick it up for breakfast or if I just need something. It's good. It's good all the time. Cracker Barrel's just generic. Like they don't they don't do anything great. And people can, may say they're their like fried biscuits and gravy. Pretty, pretty great. Oh, but I, I, I would even say of, that I, their biscuits and gravy is bland. It's on a, like you got to really pepper you it make, up. Yeah, you may get people fired up about that. No, it, I'll, I'll agree with that, Roush. I'm a huge biscuits and gravy it's guy. And it's, it's, wow. it's okay. Their, right. their biscuits okay. are good. It's okay. But yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Good I, can, I can eat it, no doubt about it, but it's not one of my favorite biscuits and gravy. I even get, the, I get their grits over it, I think, whenever I go. Yuck. Yuck. And fried chicken. You must be fried chicken. Can't do the texture. It's good. It's good. Yeah. But hard to kind of mess up fried chicken, and I could think of three places off the top of my head that have better fried chicken than Cracker Barrel. Here's what it comes down to for me. Can't think of three places that make better waffles. At Waffle House, you can't play checkers. <laughs> that's that's the make or break for me. That's fair. That's fair. But at Cracker Barrel, can you go up to the ju- jukebox and then play the same song six times? Oh, do they have jukeboxes, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. At Waffle House. <laughs> you know what they don't have at Waffle House? Class. No. I mean, trashiness. You don't have to like. Just kidding, that. All right, we got to show up by this time on Sunday, or else oh, yeah. God knows you're not. You're not. You're, you ain't getting in that door. Why do you think that is? Because Cracker Barrel is better. Cracker Barrel draws the church crowd. They because they, it's better. No, because they they just think they're better than Waffle House. Because they are. The ex, that's exactly what it yep. is. It's elitist. Elitist it, it, mentality. It at Cracker Barrel. Really disappointed with everybody that voted Cracker Barrel. I would highly recommend reconsidering. There has been talks that we are going to do a, a KRC Patreon at a Waffle House with Haley Minogue. <laughs> Of WHAS oh, because nice. she kind of sparked this debate. Oh, nice. If you will. Cause, and then did you see what Trevor, the picture of his food from Cracker Barrel? Yeah, that was not great not, radio. So you have to get over to the Kentucky Roll Call fa- pa- Facebook page to take a peek at it. But gross. He had to be doing that as a troll. And I bet he'll come out later and say that, yeah, he was trolling. But no. in reality, that's not, that's not the picture to use Dude, to want to puke. not. I mean, that, it looks like cat food. That <laughs> was really does. And like, some of it is definitely the quality of the, like he just took a terrible picture because like yes. I, I I mean it's but man the hash brown casserole which I think is good he got double hash brown casserole by the way like uh, shame on you Trevor they have so many great sides you can't choose just one and you get just one twice terrible terrible decision making and man the man those chickens look disgusting it's 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 horrible gross. yeah really so really really join bad. the KRC Facebook page if you'd like to make make things trouble. right. Yeah, please. Waffle House greater than Cracker Barrel. But you just said Cracker Barrel had all kinds of great sides. But nobody's saying Cracker Barrel is complete and total trash. Justin. No, no, yeah. But I would just if just I'm choosing breakfast foods, I'm going to Waffle House. I just hadn't heard Nick say anything about the sides at Wal- or at Cracker Barrel being great. That's what I said. Cracker Barrel sides are good. I mean Waffle House. Waffle House sides are good, but it's like the Waffle House sides side, are just you like get hash browns. You get sausage, you get bacon on the side. It's like what a buck twenty nine, something like that. Oh yeah, you're like oh, I, and then the All Star Special. You tell me, that, you, I get All Star Special every time. It, 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 yeah. You'd be kind of dumb not to, to be honest. Have you ever had Burt's Chili though? 
That's no, we have a friend. No, I've never. Is, I've, so one of our friends, I mean, his name is technically Wilbert, but we say that it's Bert's. That's it's named after him. He's a big chili guy. Apparently, it's delicious. At Waffle House. Yeah, Bert's chili. I have I haven't had the guts to try Waffle House's chili, but you know what? Everything else they do is pretty darn good. So I should I should give it the old college try. I will. Cracker Barrel doesn't have an All Star special. Nope. Because everything on the menu is an All Star. <laughs> yeah. Some, okay. Can we move on? I am starving. <laughs> Seriously, I'm glad. I, I was debating on not bringing any sort of breakfast. Definitely going to be munching on a granola bar in the break, thinking that it's real food. I don't have. We don't have any. We're out of bananas. Oh no! There's always money in the banana stand, though. There, there really is. All right, we got a lot of sports to get to. We've got. Uh, we'll talk a little Jalen Duran. Seems like nobody really has any idea when you talk about the Olympics last night. UK alum. World record holder. No big deal. A lot of medals for the Cats in these Olympics. And we'll have some football, basketball, all all the things. So hang around. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1458. And TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Roush implying nerds can't have sex, so he's telling us Duke was adopted. Oh, oh man. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. What I'm a good one. I just Boom. Put him in a coffin. So now he's wh- dead. whoever that texture is is now my new co-host. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. Roush, Popeye Salsaritas yesterday, line out the door. Wow. Oh, yeah. Did you have to wait in line, or did you order ahead and just pick it up in the I did not cubby? order ahead. I should have ordered ahead on should the app. Should have downloaded the app, yep. I just, yeah, if I'm, if I'm not in a rush, I, I like the... The, the, the personal, experience. I like the personal touch. Yeah, I understand. But I'm a social bird as well. That was the St. Matthews location. They're they're popping, but it was Double Point Tuesday, so people I think were on a Taco Tuesday. You know, double Point Tuesday on a Taco Tuesday, the place was jumping. Uh, probably won't be out the line to, to today if you're looking for lunch options. Is that so, a thing every Tuesday? Double Point Tuesday? Yeah. I I just saw it. it it could be not necessarily. I'm gonna be really upset if I'm just new. now finding out. I, I don't. I don't think it's new, but don't hold me to that. But I just recently saw that that was a thing, so I think it's relevant. Maybe it's all of August. Maybe that's what they're doing. But download the app. You can avoid the lines. the The safest way to just if you're in a rush, go pick it up. Download the Salsaritas app. Refer a friend. They'll get a free entree. You'll get ten dollars into your account. And then you'll scan that every time. You'll earn points. And then before you know it, you'll be getting a free entree yourself. Salsaritas, two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. You can also do catering on the app. That's how good this app is. And no parties too big, no parties too small. I'm playing in a cornhole tournament this weekend. No. And they're going to have some food trucks, but they did say you can bring your own food, but they want you to buy the drinks. You know, you know understandable. Right, so. right. 
thinking about getting a little Salsaritas catering. I, I don't plan on going home early in the Cornhole Tournament, so it could be a long day. be perfect just to have some chips, salsa, wildly addictive chips, remind you they've got great queso Mm -hmm. good nachos if you don't want to order or do the catering on the on the app give them a call 502-897-5323 502-897-5323 don't forget about their location in middletown it has a drive-thru also a great patio there as well Salsaritas, deliciously different. I just logged into my account, and I have $5 off my next visit for nothing, oh, for man. no reason. And remember, you can just put that referral code anywhere, and if you you can get you can get $10 into your account. So I'd tell your friends, family. Tell them all. I'm just beating Salsaritas for free for months and months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sounds incredible. Uh, back to this cornhole tournament. I would much rather it be BYOB and eat our food than... Yeah, but the church is trying to make money. They didn't get a picnic this year, so I get it. Oh, so this is what they're doing instead of picnic? Well, St. Paul's is actually... They moved their picnic to this weekend. And yeah. it, and it's it's really throwing my groove off because like I've got stuff happening, you know? I was disappointed that Rayfield didn't have their picnic. They're always the middle of June. But, you know, eh, crowds... Generally older at picnics for the most part. I understand mm-hmm. to wanting to be cautious with it. But this was their, hey, we don't want to go two years without a picnic. Right, uh, right. You can make a little boost. more money selling beer, though, too. Yeah. 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 Lot, lot bigger, uh, steeper uh, overhead. Not over. It was rate of return. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, whatever. That'll be a good I, I'll, time. I'm fine. I'll be you're fine get paying super $2. Competitive too. No, not me. Yeah. But let me show you, again, bad radio, but let me just show you the bracket just to show you how big this bad boy is. I mean, I bet it's just enormous. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to do it all in one day. Oh, I don't know what they are planning. Yeah. I mean, holy guacamole. I mean, granted, it looks like it could be a 64 team, just like they just scrunched it up on one side instead of having two sides. But it's enormous bracket. And there's buys. Surely it'll be played at 21 and done. Won't be exact. Yeah. It, they, yeah. They won't be able to. And I guess if you had, like, you know, if you just had 50 boards or something like that, it could move relatively quickly. But I, I am a little concerned about the timing of it. And then I, I went, I got my buddy who probably, I mean, he's as good Is as he a cornhole. Ringer? Yeah, he's as good as a cornhole player, I think, as I know. Maybe one or two guys better. But he's, he's good. And uh, we noticed that there's a lot of couples. A lot of like church going couples. I don't know if we're crashing. Yeah, I don't know if we're crashing couples night. There are a few. There are like there. There's. I'm sure there's some really good teams, and uh, not that a couple couldn't be a really good team. Right, right. But I was. I on a related note, I was a little worried that one of my friend's wives is going to be playing with us in our alumni golf scramble, but. She's good. Like she's going to give us an advantage off the oh, tee yeah. box, uh, and also like it's only because one idiot planned his kid's birthday party for the same day. It's like, dude, you we told you the date, and you still did this. That stupid oh, kid's birthday. Gosh, turn one on a different day, Marco. Jeez, TJ, you all should bust in there with all those couples and just be extra ornery and have a whole lot of fun. Just to make sure, like. Basically telling them, like, yeah, you could have had fun with your buddies, but you're with your wife. Oh, or we'll, your husband. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be sure to bring to bring the pain. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's no doubt. I just, I'm sure that somewhere in this field of so many people, there's somebody, like that texter who texted in a couple weeks ago, that's like, yeah, I normally only make cornholes. I'm sure there's going to be somebody <laughs> like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. 
I'm pretty I threw 16 bags in a row. I'd like to think that I am like 90% plus of making sure I get one of at least, you know, get it on the board. But the people that can just dunk them every time, it's pretty impressive. I mean, what, that's definitely a lot of practice. What's going to what would annoy me a lot about big events like that is you have some where the bags stick, they're really oh, heavy. Yeah. And then you have ones with light bags and they slide all over the place and like that stuff will just drive you insane. It'll drive you absolutely insane. Yeah, it, it, that's uh, and it takes getting used to. Mm-hmm. And then, like once you get used to it, you you'd probably be switching boards and moving on to the next one. And it'll be something completely different. Speaking of completely different, Jalen Duran is announcing his decision on Friday. Sports soccer. I love this point in a recruitment where nobody knows where a kid's going to go, and but like we have to find ways to talk about the recruitment so I, I i applaud all of our broadcasters prognosticators pundits analysts whatever you want to call them for just saying a lot of words like well you know he could go anywhere because that but like a lot of words to say that yes it's really a toss-up i i'm gonna say suck at miami but like andrew slater he's always been on miami so i don't know i I, no idea, but I, I do appreciate just how, <laughs> how how much people are saying about so little, which is that That's it's exactly kind of a toss-up. A lot to discuss with little substance. It, I, I would say the, the quietness of it all, I don't think completely eliminates Kentucky, but I, I do think you'd have... More, if a we little know. more momentum. Yeah, like at least to the point of like, yeah, we we feel. I don't know if Kentucky feels good. Well, has there has there been anything like any rumblings of anything like at the Peach Jam or any? Because I, I felt like Kentucky did like stir it up a little bit in the month of June, and it was like actually don't rule them out. But I don't know if there's been anything substantive. From this recruitment since, other than Slater tweeting out a palm tree. That's pretty much it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's... And that's how crazy recruiting goes. Especially when you can keep quiet. I don't think he did any interviews down at the Peach Jam. Didn't really tip his cap at all. We might have gotten a Jason Jordan blog out of it, but... Yeah, I do think he did have some quotes. Um, just kind of talking about the teams. Didn't really tip his hand one way or another. But I also could be making that up as well. I thought maybe it was like one of those blog things where he kind of just did a rundown of the teams, why he likes them, and there's that. Memphis if I can find that, I'll, I'll pull that I up. I remember that specifically. I was very worried about the Memphis barbecue. <laughs> then you, gotta, you do have to worry but we about don't, that. We, we really don't know anything other than the announcement's going to be 90 minutes long, and God bless us all. Yeah, not an not a evening I'll miss covering recruiting because – you don't know when in that 90 minutes he'll be committing. <laughs> you have no idea. And it could be 15 minutes in. could be 30 minutes in. I don't know, but you best watch the whole thing just to, to make sure. It, it, I, I get the feeling. Just a feeling. No inside info here. That UK is under the impression that their roster is set. You're getting all the fun workout videos, and I get it. You're not going to not do those things because you're waiting for – Jalen to join the fold. It just, I, I get the feeling the team is set. 
Kentucky has added guys this late before. It's not out of the realm of possibility in the Calipari era, but I don't foresee it happening with Jalen. I just I, I feel like there'd be a little tiny bit of momentum, just something. And people could say, well, you know, Kevin Knox and Julius Randle. The Kevin Knox recruitment, I didn't think Kentucky was out of it. Now, in the Jalen Duran one, I guess technically I don't think Kentucky's out of it. The Julius Randle one, that was just, it was Kansas or Kentucky, you just didn't really know. It seemed like a coin flip for that one. This one, I would say, I don't know if I can ever remember recruitment where there was maybe four options where you didn't really have an idea. I'd say most people say Miami or Memphis here. Mm -hmm. I would guess Miami. So if it ends up being Miami, then maybe it's in the uh, it's not as unpredictable as we thought. But you're right. People are trying there's there's we talk more about what the fit would be or what it won't be, but in terms of trying to handicap the recruitment, there's just not a lot of juice out there. If you're wanting to get to the league, why in the hell would you go to Miami over Memphis or Kentucky? It doesn't matter. Oklahoma State just had the number one overall draft. Yeah, you're right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You got me. And 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 also that guy he went there to play with his brother, and that could be the same. I mean, it's not Jalen Duren's brother isn't coaching there, but his old coach is. Yes. So. And, it, it, and it's there, also there Miami. It does seem True. like, and also yeah, that's it. If you know you're going to be in college for one year. There like, are worse places to go than be Miami. A, yeah, it wouldn't be the worst place in the world to Dear spend King Sam sounds like he's doing well in Miami. Is that sarcasm? I haven't kept up with it. What happened? He did all the nil deals. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, he could go there, make some good money, go hang out with Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry down in Miami. Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't yeah. be bad. So, uh, and the only reason why I'm worried about Kentucky is this late in the game, it'd probably be in your best interest to be selfish and like, all right, I'm going to go to a place where they're going to give me the ball no matter what. And that's Miami or Memphis. He's going to be the featured player, so it it checks out there. It checks out. Um, so I'm not getting my hopes too high, and if it happens, it happens. But, hey, we got a nice little recruiting toss-up. Could be getting some fun news on Friday, or we'll just say, hey, this team's, this team's got this. Have you kept up with some late edition news you've always had? Oh, I, I have not, uh, other than on the football side of things. They're going to add Mason Faulkner, who he was an early transfer portal name that got popped from around. From Kentucky, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's from Glasgow. Okay, yeah. 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 He is a, uh, a, a, six, he was a, a kid from guard. Uh, Caverna, right? He went to Caverna? Is that, I'm not sure. He scored a bunch of points per game in high school, like 40 on a really bad team. Oh, he is a scorer. Big yeah. time scorer. So that, that, that checks out. Where it, was he uh, previously? Attended. Western Carolina is where he spent his college career. Gotcha. And put up uh, big points his junior and and senior season. Committed to Colorado transferring. And now it's like a foregone conclusion he's going to flip over to U of L. I think he was unofficially visiting the campus. It's going to happen. And uh, there was some, I think Travis Graft had some inside scoop that like Colorado wasn't even mad about it. They understood. They would have only been mad if he had gone to Western Kentucky, which 
I, I don't know how much I'm buying that, but it is just a funny Rick Stansberry. Like I could see like Rick Stansberry Rick, yeah. just like being really obnoxious with Mason Faulkner in Colorado, being like, "Hey, he committed, get away," and him not stopping. So then when he's like, "Hey, I might go elsewhere," and they're like, "Better not be Western," and he's like, "No, U of L." They're like, "All right, that's fine. Get the hell out of here." <laughs> uh, that uh, obviously making up those conversations. But another guard, he averaged 17 points a game last season. I don't blame. That would be a nice addition for U of L. If I'm a U of L fan, I am like crossing my fingers. I want it to happen. What it does tell me though is U of L does not feel good about their backcourt. No, they are, they, 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 they I don't know de- how they could. They, they never how. have, and you still get some of those goobers that are like it's a it's a fringe top three backcourt in the ACC. Then why is your coach so desperate I mean, to fix it or be desperate enough to get Marcus Carr on campus? How do you not even get a freaking visit out of that guy? Yeah, we didn't get a visit out of that guy. Yeah, but Kentucky already had a load. Like, the backcourt was pretty loaded at that. Correct. Yeah, they had good players. Louisville did not have good players. So now they're going to Western Carolina, guys. Like, I I mean, no shots fired at Mason Faulkner, but I just. the It's one of those things, TJ, that, like, I get it. You're a fan. I'm going to do this too. I'm going to say Terry Wilson's going to be the best quarterback in the ACC. I'm going to get overhyped about things. But when things are going bad, you've just got to be able to look in the freaking mirror, and none of those goobers can. It's 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 shocking. Especially, like, I we mentioned it maybe too often, but every time I meet with a football recruit or any sort of coach or – I mean, Louisville just doesn't even try to recruit their own city. Hmm. It's hilarious. It's bizarre. It's good for Kentucky, but, like – between that and then their basketball court, like what, what, what's Chris Mack doing from a recruiting standpoint? He got super six, and there's like two of them that are actually going to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are they not more ticked off? Well, <laughs> like, well, if I mean, if you add Mason Faulkner, I think U of L fans will go with the idea of one of these guards is it's going to click for him. And now, as much as I don't think the West guy for Marshall is going to bring much to the table, somebody like Faulkner, when you say, yeah, he averaged 17 points, but he played at Western Carolina and the SoCon ain't ain't much to, to write home about. Not at all. But when you have Carly Jones be first-team ACC, coming from a small yourself, school, man. like he, they probably do deserve the benefit of the doubt. But I was telling Trevor, if he wanted to listen, he did not, that like, Bringing in a JUCO guy, regardless of how heralded they were, that there's a risk factor in that. You don't know how that's going to translate over to to ACC basketball. The Marshall fella was a good Marshall player. Mason Faulkner, if he comes, and he will, it sounds like he is going to, again. He's a SoCon player. There are there are still question marks for UL's backcourt, but I, I understand what wanting to bring just another body in. Because then, like I said, you'll feel a little bit better about one of them being able to to figure it out. And you, you know Locke's going to be able to shoot threes. He did it at Florida already. Samuel Williamson, he's shown a good, a good enough things. He's probably poised to, to take a big step forward as well. You, the bigs, they are what they are, but U of L fans somehow feel good about them. So who am I to argue with them? It was the backcourt where you, you still have question marks. I don't know if Faulkner completely erases or answers those questions, I should say. But, again, more options, the better. Uh, not the not the worst thing in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Who do you think is the highest-ranked player to commit to Chris Mack? Probably mm-hmm. Samuel Williams, and he was McDonald's All-American. I'm going to say non-JUCO, too, because, like, JUCO rankings. Yeah, I'd yeah. say Samuel Williamson. 
Samuel Williamson was the 19th overall player. I don't think they've had another top 50 guy. Which is like... What is Aiden Iggy Agehan? 55th. No. I mean, you're Louisville. How are you not recruiting top 50 guys? It's just... No, I think they've had another one. Uh, That would be surprising me if they don't have a single other top 50 guy. I swear I think one of them was was ranked high. Hey, did you see Rick Pitino uh, bragging about Quinn Slazinski? I bet UofL fans are really mad. Mm, They should be. One that got away. He says, major upset in player development session yesterday. Quinn Lazinski recorded 51 makes to remove Ryan Myers from the record holder position. Wow. Oh, Q Slash. <laughs> Suck it, Ryan Myers. Q Slash coming for you. Yeah, I mean, like, Roosevelt Wheeler was 75th. So, there you go. Max, a terrible recruiter. Wow. He can only get JUCOs and transfers. Yeah. Not I- even the good transfers. Yeah. Suck it, Chris Maddox. Hey, while we're finishing out this hour, did you see CBS Sports rank the top 130 teams? I did. In college football. Kentucky was 35th. What do we think about that? Seems like a good spot. Within striking you, range of, like, top 25. UK, With all there the, aren't 34 teams better than UK this year. <laughs> There's just not. In football? In football, correct. Oh. Okay. What? What? We're talking football. This is a list of football teams. There are not 34 teams better than the University of Kentucky in football this year. I, that's not a hot take. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I thought you were saying – I was thinking, like, oh, so Alabama's not better than Kentucky? I was very confused. No, about... no, no, no. There are teams better than yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. There are not 34 teams yeah, better but, than Kentucky. Uh, if you go by, like – Preseason stuff. Like, you, you've got a... Liberty's not better than Kentucky. Liberty. Coastal Carolina's yeah, not better than Liberty Kentucky. Yeah, but Liberty has a Kentu- first-round well, draft pick at quarterback. I don't care. Yeah, but that's, I, like, that, that's, I don't how, care. that's how this works, though. What Kentu- Kentucky beat NC State last year. I get it, but to put them a spot ahead of them, just a little obnoxious. Uh, Liberty, Kentucky would beat them by a billion. Boise State, by a billion. TCU, go to bed. I, I would love to play Michigan. I think Kentucky'd give them a run for their money. U, UCF, give me a give me a break. Oklahoma State, give me a break. Uh, Ole Miss, bring it on. Why the heck not? See who they got in that twenty one spot. Louisiana, Arizona State, Utah, Indiana, bring it on. Oh, wouldn't you know it? They got Texas in the top twenty. Huh? Big uh. shot. It's just, you know, it, it, it it's not completely meaningless, like preseason rankings. And luckily, Kentucky will play a difficult enough schedule where if you win, the rankings take care of themselves. Yeah. But, but back in the old day, you know, back in the old BCS days, preseason rankings mattered big time. A lot. If you didn't have a nice ranking from the jump, it was a slow and long climb, and you better not slip up. Where if you have a nice start, okay, it's all right if you slip up. You just got to make it up later. Like who was it? Who was it that was Ohio State that lost that their first game when they won the college football? I think Kyle Tucker got an old cold take exposed on it because he was making fun of them or whatever, and then they ended up winning. Uh, it yeah, all. they lost to Virginia Tech yeah. on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there are some teams that wouldn't have been able to bounce back from that. Ohio State playing in the Big Ten, it was deserved, and they were and they won the national championship. Right. But preseason rankings not completely and totally meaningless. But for a team like Kentucky, assuming you play a tricky enough schedule. If you take care of business, it'll work itself out. 
this will work itself out, but 35 is embarrassing low, in my opinion. Chip Patterson should be ashamed. Ashamed. I know rankings are tough jobs. I'm kidding. I don't really care. But there are not 34 teams better than Kentucky. That is factual. Yeah, they'll win two games and be in the top 25. So. Beat Missouri, they'll be like 26. They'll get a lot of votes. No, that's not top 25. We're around there. We're French. We're right around it. Yeah, what, what do we – I think we've talked about this. But you you beat Florida, you go into that LSU game. They'll be ranked like – Top 15? Oh, yeah, yeah. You beat LSU, 11th. you go into that Georgia game, top 10? Eighth, seventh, yeah. And then you're, you're and then you're talking about college football playoff implication game, uh, which would be exciting. So whether whatever you do with that game, you look at the back half. The, the, folks, I, I swear, if this team is what I think it is, I don't think the schedule. I think we've got a favorable UK schedule, folks. Well, and one thing we mentioned too about LSU the other day, their quarterbacks out for the year. Uh, Luckett was just like on our podcast yesterday talking about like, yeah, smells like a six and six season for LSU. That could be uh, oh, they, I, they I, could be much worse than what we think of LSU. I'm glad the Florida games first, and people may say, "Well, why you're going back to back Florida LSU? You're going to be banged up. You're going to be hurt." I I could see LSU in total dysfunction mode by that by that time. I believe they play somebody good before Kentucky as well. Well, or they could be reeling. So that's the nice thing about when we are in studio is that if we pull up something, it doesn't chew up our internet. Yeah, we sound all choppy. All uh, right, they play uh, Auburn. The week before, which so, Auburn could be bad as well. But that's kind of a rivalry, right? So LSU plays UCLA. I don't know if that's – it says it's at UCLA. But it, it is. It is. It's so the, true. It was a big deal because the Rose Bowl is allowing beer and wine sales, and they're like, uh, just in time for LSU what? to come to town. I mean, uh, first off, allowing. I thought they already did that. Secondly, I would have concerns about, like, it's LA, and we're literally a month away from the day. month away from the season, folks. Everybody act normal. Don't panic. We're a month out. Yeah, one month from today. Start of Kentucky football One month season. from today. One month from today is UCLA going to be having a packed house. Anyways, LSU loses that game. They could lose at Mississippi State. They could lose at Auburn. Probably not losing all three of those games, realistically. would be hilarious, though, if, if Chip Kelly's beaten. <laughs> oh, and they have Florida after us as well? Yeah. Oh, big sandwich spot. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I don't think the schedule, again, you know, the Missouri game, Missouri's going to be good. I'm glad that game's at home. South Carolina on the road, road SEC games can be challenging. you got to beat South Carolina. Man, the amount Florida of – Florida will be tricky. LSU will be tricky. Obviously, the Georgia game, that one. But those are home games, Florida and LSU. you got to win those. Georgia, you can afford to drop that one. At Mississippi State, you're more talented. you got to beat them. That will be a big one. Tennessee at home will win that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. At Vandy, that'll be a good time. That'll be a win. That's Mega Sports Weekend. Don't forget it. Then you wrap up the game, the schedule, two cupcakes to close it out. Man. It's all right to dream, folks. You just got to have some quarterback play, and I think this could be a really, really fun season. Let's go to our daily double break. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Sounds good. Maybe, right. I don't know how we got this song, and we didn't mention Cindy McLaughlin, but we McLaughlin. Uh, me, we got to talk. About Justin it. did mention her, but we got to talk about it at length because it was crazy. We do. I do need to remind you that Nelly. That's right, Nelly. On the le- on the limb, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's happening Friday. Justin, don't play his music when I'm doing the read. You can maybe tune it in the background. Uh, wait, that was Roush. Oh, huh. 
That's absolutely wild. Huh? Yeah, get, get a little country Grammar in your life uh, this weekend at uh, the waterfront. Waterfront. Yeah, yeah. Uh, special uh, catch Nelly with special guest Blanco Brown live on the lawn. That's Waterfront Park. You can get your tickets rwaterfront.org for more information. We'll be giving some away. We'll maybe give some away tomorrow. I'm gonna let people have enough time to plan. We'll give away some tickets to it tomorrow. Check it out. Rwaterfront.org. Going to be a fun show on Friday with Nelly and Blanco Brown. We'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Going to be really weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is my favorite Nelly song. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll, Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Appreciate you spending your Wednesday with us. Best way to get in touch with the show is texting in 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. We're going to get to some of those texts in this hour. We told you about Nelly on Friday, but low ticket alert this Saturday. Don't miss Shine Down with Pop Evil at Live on the Lawn at Waterfront Park. Get your tickets. Remember rwaterfront.org for more information. We'll give away some tickets for that as well. Shine Down with Pop Evil yep. on Saturday night. Did you know that Shine Down has the most number one singles on the Billboard mainstream rock charts out of any band? No, I had no idea. Yeah, Never in a, a million years. Fun, tra- uh, fun fact by Trevor Kelsey we found e- out yesterday. Ever or currently? This is this is Trevor fact, okay, Justin? There's not details. It's just, yes, I would ever. say ever. We're going to say ever. That's impressive. Yeah. Sounds They're like impressive. Go I'd, see him. Yeah, sounds like a, a group I'd want to see. Go see him Saturday on the waterfront. Did you stay up late and watch Sydney McLaughlin just dominate? Uh, I had a volleyball game, unfortunately, but I can't believe you were playing volleyball at ten forty-five. It just sounds well, miserable driving home. I guess at that point. Gotcha. But not in a position to be watching. Yeah. Um. But the thing that I liked about it is a lot of these track meets, like it's very. They're very quick. In this 400 meter, you got time to kind of watch it develop. And, you know, it reminds me of almost like a, a horse race. But in track, it feels like the front runner is always the front runner. Sydney was losing by a good chunk. I mean, yeah. A like, good uh, chunk. I, she was, was three steps behind coming I, down the straightaway. And, and even on the final hurdle, she was a step or two behind yep. and still came back to beat Delilah Muhammad. And it almost. Like she almost—I I don't want to say it was easy. It was easy, but yeah, it kind it was of easy. was easy. It was absolutely incredible. And what's crazy too, Justin, is so she set the she she broke a world record that she set last month. She saved point seven seconds off of it. Well, and that was Muhammad broke the record too and yeah. got second. Like it was the second straight night they had a four hundred meter hurdleist break the world record and come in second. That was the that was an event I was really looking forward to last night, simply because when I watched their heats a couple nights ago, they both won with ease, jog, oh. like jogging, 
No effort oh, exerted. Oh, yeah, Sydney was like, it was like Secretariat, yeah. you know, like, where's everybody else yeah, in it the was, frame? It was really something to look forward to last night. So I turned it on, and let me tell you, I have never, ever in my 31 years of life seen an athlete of any sport, any level, look as focused as McLaughlin did for as long as she did. I mean, it was what, an Half hour probably leading up to the race, they had the cameras on her and Muhammad. Oh man, she was straight laced, looking forward. She had a look of focus on her face. I've never seen anything like it. I that's my overall takeaway from this Olympics, and it's the point where I have to like change the channel or do something. They they do a lot of standing around before the race starts. Mm -hmm. There's like not a lot of action happening leading into the race. At least like. You know, on the on the on the horse track, like the horses are kind of jogging around, they're getting mm-hmm. loose, they're going up and down. Like, no, it's you're just kind of standing there waiting. And they spend so much time waiting around. I would get cold, I would get stiff, I would get nervous. But like you said, Justin, McLaughlin did not. She was locked in, laser focused. Well, and you could tell when they were doing the player intros, like coming out of the tunnel. Everybody else was all happy, like waving with two hands, doing a little dance. She comes out and just does the Puts her hand in the air. Like, like that, that's I'm, it. I'm going to murder yeah. these hurdles. TJ, if you were at home watching this and you had access to your DraftKings account and lived in a good state where you could do such, you would have thrown your whole account on McLaughlin to win because that's how that intense she I did not. But after, no, immediately after the race, I looked at my roommate and I was like, I should have bet my whole account on her. I knew she was going to win with how focused she looked. Youngest Olympic champion in the 400 meter hurdles mm-hmm. ever. Yep. Now have. Three cats yeah. in the hurdles. So you had two Olympic gold medal winners in Camacho Quinn and Cindy McLaughlin. Kendra Harrison, she finished second silver medal, but she also has the world record in her event. And McLaughlin has the world record in hers. How many medals that is that now for cats? A lot. Uh, yeah, and I know they... Tyler found a place where they actually have a medal count by college. I haven't seen it, but it's... I mean, it's quite a few between the fencers and, and everything. So, but man, Sydney's one of those like I'm. I, I really I felt like I, I wasn't in the club last night, TJ, because I didn't have a cool like screenshot of me interviewing her a long time ago. Oh, were people doing that? Yeah, I was really disappointed. Oh my gosh, like, it's like when like a historic building burns, people always just rush to be like, "Oh, look, I was there," but this is sad. Yeah, but this was like, oh, this is a cool, happy moment. At least for the most part, it was like a how, lot of people how can who I make like myself who were like inserted into it. eighteen when they interviewed her. Uh-huh. So like, it's like okay, that I is really pretty cool. Care. I would have been fired up as well. Do what you want when you're popping. But uh, as soon as it was over, we got a Darren Rovell like, look at the most marketable female athlete over the next four years. She already has seven hundred fifty thousand Instagram followers, and like, is kind of cornbally as that is. Dork. Like, he might not be wrong. You know, Williams are kind of on the way out. She's on the way up. And I think the most impressive part of all of this is that she had a lot of pressure on her and mm-hmm. as a teen phenom and did not disappoint. Like, she did the right thing. She went to Kentucky. Of course, check that box of right things to do. Uh, but she stayed the course and is now an Olympic gold medalist. Was that her second? Did she win last time or she just racing it last time as a sixteen year old? I don't I don't know. I think they said she was raced in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think she actually won it, but man, she's got the gold. Got the gold. 
Well, it was exciting. And uh, Olympics, well, we probably don't have two. Yeah, I was going to say, Sunday. this is uh, Friday, I think, is the last day. No, I no, think it's it probably Sunday. can't be Friday because when would United States play on the last day? I guess they could, theoretically. Yeah. Probably, but I, th- I think they do go through the weekend, though. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Ends on Sunday. Yeah. Still got some beach volleyball. I think April Ross and Alex Kahneman are still in it. They're good. Yeah, they're really good. They're still in it. So Still have some track and field left, I think, don't we? Or yeah, the heptathlon's underway. The girl from Texas A&M is fourth with three events to go. Hey, by the way, I was watching the decathlon last night, and Garrett Scantling for the USA went to Episcopal High School, which is where I broadcasted in Florida. So that, oh. was, that was pretty cool. Did you broadcast him? I what I thought that I maybe had, but I went back and looked at some things, and he was the a senior the year before I got there. Mm. So I, I think I did run across him at one point because um, I, I did a number of track meets for them. So yeah, pretty cool to see. I uh, the the last bit of awkward big news from the Olympics I think we're going to get is that. Uh, in the equestrian event, they're doing the uh, the bit like you know they're, they're, they've moved on from dressage to the jumps, and for some reason they decided to add an enormous, enormous sumo statue outside, like right next to a jump. And if you haven't seen it, I've seen it. Yeah, I mean it looks like they put. Like a, it's it's not even like a cool like Buddha or anything where you know it can be like artsy. Like no, it just looks like a person or like a big boy. It's ridiculous. I'll put it on the KRC Facebook. Group. It was causing horse. It, it was spooking horses. They said which it should. Spooking Nick Roush's. Yeah. So bizarre. Don't no idea what they were thinking when they did that. I got a few other things I want to bring up, but I, I say we go to the text line and see what they Let's do what they, they bring up. 502-414-1450. First texter says, Apple is a joke. They can't come up with anything new, and everything they are changing is designed just to drain info and money while offering no new features by an Android. But who's to say Android's not doing similar things? It's true. I mean, maybe they're not, but I, I, I would love to get off the iPhone train someday, but I'm just, I can't, I don't have the courage to, it's just so easy. <laughs> Everything's already said. Like it would just be such a pain in the rear to, to learn an Android at our old age. I know. Well, you're not 30 yet. Maybe you could still figure it out. <laughs> my 30th birthday, I get a new phone and I just, well, there goes. Uh, oh no. Oh, I'm my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brooke, can you actually No, She's older than me. She's 30. You'd so have she to just would... go to, you'd have to go to Duke. Duke, fix this. Tell me how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Get an Android and Podcast Republic, Roush, then take out your suck it and suck it. Two Android texts back to back. Never heard of Podcast Republic. Justin, have you? Never. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Nick is right. Nick is right on with the dumbass Apple Podcast platform update. It's asinine. Well, and that's the best way to put it. Is like it's like we need to do an update just to do an update. It's unnecessary, completely unnecessary. If it yeah. ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is unnecessary. Take it out, you suck it, and you suck what it. What do we got next, Roush? Um, well, well, allow me to I reintroduce was, I was, myself. My name is Hove. Which, by the way, every time I see ROC, I just, same Rock Nation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
young HOV in the ROC. Uh-oh. Uh, Nick, don't hate on the youngins wanting to vibe to that Nelly flow. They don't know what it was like to burn and hide CDs, but this new era of hip-hop is abysmal, and we need the younger generation to bring those throwbacks back onto the scene. Give me all the Nelly, 50 Cent, T.I., Young Boys, DTP, etc. Man, I haven't heard DTP in a while. They can take all the babies and Takeshi 6 9 alikes, throw them in the garbage, burn it down, take out their new age circuits, and, well, suck it. I do say the the trend there for a while of the face tattooed, colorful hair folks, because it's just not. Like, I'm I'm out on that. I mean, you had face tattoos in, in our in our age. I get, Lil Remember Wayne, that came on was like, later onto the scene. Teardrop on their face. Ooh. I guess you know to, that means. Takeshi 6ix9ine just took it just way too far. Well, and sure. that guy I mean, just, like, po- sucks. Post Malone has plenty of tattoos. As well. Post Malone, he is an amalgam of a human. There's not like a it, it really is the uh the episode of Parks and Rec where they all just take their ideas to make a mural and they just put it together. That's yes. post Malone. A camel. He's a camel. A horse well, by committee. You know? A, lot of a rapper like, a rapper by committee. A lot of people like not being able to be figured out. You think that maybe that's what he is. Maybe so. Yeah. He's a good singer, he's got a good voice. Yeah, I like Post Malone. He did. Did uh, you see the Jack Harlow video at Lollapalooza? No, I, I don't. Just like him walking out, and there was like a hundred thousand people watching cool. him. Well, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, like him before, like giving nucks before he went out. I there. also I've been to uh, now. Granted, Nelly isn't ex- like that. Shouldn't be the end all be all. But I've been to some hip hop concerts. Uh-huh. Don't understand the appeal of them at all. Wow. Yeah, it's just how, like, how so? Like if it, it, I mean, can you see? Popping your head to like no no pump yeah up and kinda. so like Anderson Pack who I'm a big fan of he d- he's doing the album with uh, Bruno Mars Silk Sonic went to his show at Forecastle was fun Nelly I did not do Outcast I still think I would have enjoyed Outcast I'll bet Outcast would be a lot of fun but there's like that's what I mean like I could see some specific a few but for the most part like it's just not like I'm there for to watch them play their instruments and to sing. And if you're just kind of not really seeing it, you're not really like I just don't. It doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. Like during Nelly's show, as much fun as it's going to be, it's basically a DJ set. That's fun, but it's not. Eh, it's just not my my cup of tea. Saw Snoop Dogg in college. Oh, that's pretty fun. Snoop Loop. I'm sure there was no drugs being smoked. Was there a None guy with a green hat? Guy with a green hat. Yeah, bring your green hat. Yeah, bring your green hat. Was he there? Going through the quad. Everybody's doing it. Nope. I'm not. I don't Does recall it, that. He's one. the Does guy the who old starts out where he's like, Ooh, you know, he's like singing really low. <laughs> although, I, <laughs> although I was not in the mindset to be looking for colors. It, well, well, oh, Justin, you're really laying it on thick there, buddy. <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> Texter says Justin's Trevor impersonation sounds dead on Harvey from that other show. Is Justin really Harvey? Is Harvey a caller into KSR or some show? Yeah, he, I think he called into, uh, what's the the big, uh, oh, long hair. He would have, like, the really inappropriate Sirius Howard XM Stern? guy. Howard Stern. I think he would call into Howard Stern, too. Gotcha. He kind of does, except Justin's not his country. Pekins isn't quite Central Kentucky, actually. Man, can I tell you all, I am glad there is no Trevor time today because my throat is feeling it from yesterday. <laughs> 
your throat is actually hurting? Well, so I did it different yesterday, and the way I did it, great. the, the way that. I did it, not great. It might have sounded great, but it didn't feel all that. Sounds great. like you just need to start what smoking. What are you doing to hurt your voice? I don't even think I could hurt my voice. I was by just making a sound if I tried. Oh, I was, you can. Yeah. I was just using all all throat, like for the raspiness, and not ideal. So, and here's the thing: there's something my brother actually got it when he was a uh, when he was a kid uh, playing quarterback. He got screamers nodules, and it's something that like you have to. Where he, he could only whisper. Yeah, was it because he was making voice. Trevor's voice? Because whenever he would go, and he would try to sound like a big man, <laughs> and he was a 10-year-old kid, you know, playing quarterback with his cadence. Uh, so he had to learn how to use his voice differently and not just, like, scream using his vocal cords alone. It's essentially bumps on the vocal cords. Uh, ew, doesn't sound fun. Texter says, the Salsaritas line during lunch is absolutely bonkers. Never fail to see Trinity dudes with their key. Car key lanyards waiting in line for food. There's some hooligans driving like a maniac out of Salsaritas yesterday. I imagine it was some Trinity mm. Trinity punk. The lanyards are still a thing, huh? Good good for nothing beatnik. Mm. That's like their like pass to get inside the school, right? You know, they have a house system. Yeah. They have to carry around little wands on them. We <laughs> and that it's pretty good. Isn't that goofy? That's pretty good. If you, anytime you see a Trinity person, they don't have their wand on them, they get in big trouble. So ask them. Okay. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, we cop that at the sales too. My senior year. Yeah. yeah but we did at least come up with fun names. Like um, one of the mascots is a banana peel. And uh, oh, so it's not like it's like the names are Carmelite Saints, and we could just have fun and pick our own nicknames like the first year. So. One of them's the, uh, I think it's Spagnolia Spider Monkeys, and it's the monkey from Family Guy that's in the call at Chris's closet that's like pointing. Mm-hmm. And is that still the saying? I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. Oh yeah, they got it hanging up like in the hallways at school. That's nice. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Did you all have to have wands on you? No, no wands. Okay, no wands necessary. Yeah. The texter says I use Apple Podcasts almost all day, every day, and it works just fine. Sounds like a user error. Oh come <laughs> yeah, on! Yeah. So you're the only one who isn't blaming it. I I use Apple Podcasts every day, and I have had some issues, but not as many lately. And if I have an issue with it, I just go and listen to another podcast that is working. Is it inconvenient? Yes, but do I care? No. Roush can suck it. In regards to dumping on Disney World as a honeymoon, I bet he did the generic white person honeymoon that includes nothing but drinking in front of the ocean for oh, a week. Man. I wouldn't say that's specific to Caucasians for what it's, <laughs> for, for what it's, it's pretty worth. generic just for every person. <laughs> I wouldn't say that that's, that's Caucasian specific. Meanwhile, I'll be getting smashed at Epcot and riding awesome world-class rides all week. Also, I tried to talk to the fiance into flying, but she's terrified of flying. A 13-hour drive isn't ideal, but we are breaking it up by stopping halfway for the night. I personally enjoy some road trips anyways. The journey can sometimes be half the fun. Yeah, but 13 hours is a lot when you know that it could be like three. There's also a... um, And that's three. I know it's probably a shorter flight than that, but, you know, airport, blah, blah, blah. But the point of a honeymoon is to relax. Like Weddings are great, but they are kind of stressful, like leading into them, like you know, it's got a lot going on. And then hopping in a car for 13 hours. And you're not even like road 
like how, how many times have you made that trip to Florida down 65, 75, whenever you want to call it, you know, mm-hmm. go to Nashville, Chattanooga, sit through Atlanta traffic. I mean, it just, I, I don't know. I, I also wouldn't want to deal with standing in line. Like I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do. And that just sounds, sounds miserable as a honeymoon. It'd be a fun, I think it'd even be fun as an, uh, as a vacation with an, as an adult without kids. But like you know, I think it's a cute honeymoon spot. I, I've got no issues with Disney World as a as a honeymoon destination. It's cute. You wear the Mickey Mouse ears. You can wear the shirt. Be goofy. Plenty of great food. You know, who doesn't like fair food? I, yeah. I've been quiet on the situation, but since you all are kind of split on it, I'll, I'll put my opinion in here. If the only reason that you should go to Disney World for your honeymoon is for birth control purposes. I mean, because there's going to be kids everywhere. So I, I side with Roush on this. That is not the place you, you want to go for your honeymoon. on their honeymoon? Want to be around kids? No, make, I don't. Make Whoopi just anywhere and everywhere? No, no, Probably, I'm not saying I mean, that. I, I doubt there's going to be like little Mickey Mouse popping out under the bed being like, oh, hey. I'm just, yeah. I just, I don't want to be in a park where there's screaming kids everywhere. And I, I, to me, that does not sound enjoyable as a honeymoon. So I haven't been to Disney World in a very long time. I've yeah. Universal was more recent. Even that was probably 15 years plus. So the most recent amusement park I went to is Cedar Point uh, during the Tennessee beatdown last year in the fall. Good time. But... It, like there, if I if we wanted to get a table and like sit down and take a little bit of break, we had we were able to do that. I imagine Disney World's even more. Like I'm sure you can find places that are a little less hectic than you're talking about, Justin. I Justin's would, picture, ma- like painting a picture, just screaming, like rotating screaming kids just walking around them constantly, and then being in lines twenty four seven. So I, yeah, I've never I've well, never been there. to Disney, so I don't really like I don't really know you, how it you is. You Florida I, and never went to Disney. No, did you do I, Universal? Uh, no, I didn't. You're not an amusement park. I, I wish I would have gone to Universal. Oh but, man, obviously a low hanging fruit about like the height requirements for rods. Yeah, I did I'm have not gonna to make the joke. I did have to wait till I was like twelve to ride a roller coaster. Thank yeah. you. That was always just the worst as a kid. Especially if you were the youngest, as is already, being mm-hmm. like, you're already so many things you can't do. And then to have just this nobody just tell you, like, hey, buddy, not today. Some teenager with yeah. a baggy polo yeah. shirt. It wasn't his fault. He's just following the rules. Yeah. But I to had... me, you were villain number one. Just let me through so I can slip I, out I of this coaster. Relate, and I was always big enough. I had perfected the art. I had perfected the art of the tiptoe leaning mm-hmm. against that post. Oh, yeah. And then you'd like, be practicing it. in line yep. before you got <laughs> yep. up to it. Oh, those. Uh, good, good memories. <laughs> I'm also though like TJ. You make a good point in that you can just kind of like if you wanted to relax somewhere. Yeah. Okay. But I'm also of the okay. I'm here for a day. I want to ride every single ride that I want to ride. So I'm going to. But they're there for a week. They got all week to do the rides. That's true. One yeah. day they could. I don't know if they're golfers. They could do golf. One day they could go to downtown Disney or downtown Orlando yeah. if they wanted to do that. They they've got plenty of options. I think the bigger story here is the fiance is so afraid to fly. She's not going to do it on her honeymoon. If you ain't doing it on your honeymoon. You probably ain't ever flying again. Yeah. So this woman has, and it's her right. She can have whatever opinion and take she wants. John Madden, she, same same thing. She's a Ro- Royce White from Iowa State as well. Mm-hmm. I know there's people. I, I don't. I don't think anybody really loves flying. But fiance, I would tell your fiance, I, I would be working to try to figure out the flight thing. I wouldn't want a whole lifetime of driving. Now, that's being a good husband if you're going to do that, and that's very big of you. But I'd be working on, like, let's, it's all right. That's after our honeymoon. I will say there's like, we can, you know, we'll, we won't, it won't crash. I, uh, I had a friend who flew Everybody from Cincinnati that. to Cleveland. Oh, 
I've what? done Cincinnati to Louisville. <laughs> well, that was probably because like, you got like a flight got delayed or something. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine. Is Cincinnati to Cleveland? I know it's like a four hour drive, right? Yeah, it's not far. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. But I bet they're one of those that have points and stuff. They're like, oh, we'll just fly. Why not? But, but if it's an, I, if you it's can, probably an hour flight. I mean, by the time you get to the airport, get out. Like, isn't it almost four hours anyway? And you don't, you have your car there with you. I I've thought about that. It, it probably so. Like, I do think when you take into consideration airport or air air flying versus driving travel time, you have to take into account when you're getting to the airport versus when you get your butt out of the airport. Because mm-hmm. after all, that's still all travel time. But the difference is being able to relax your eyes if you're flying versus if you're driving. And that is a price tag you can't really put a number on. Because as somebody that always drives on the road trips, I didn't actually drive to St. Louis this past weekend. One of my buddies drove. It was awesome just not having to worry about keeping your eyes on the road. But being a driver and having to keep your eyes on the road for seven hours, pretty exhausting. Uh, that's the nice thing about or, an airplane. You can just sleep. You can do whatever you want. Ooh, but is Anytime it exhausting as making sure baby's happy in the back seat? Well, that's a that is a road I can't comment on because I yep. haven't been there. You're gonna you're gonna be there soon, buddy. I imagine. I, I hope you're enjoying baby. your weekend getaways because yeah, I we we're at the weird point now too where technically it's the time to fly with a baby, right? Because you don't have to pay for the ticket. You bring the car seat like it's it's an ideal time, but you it also to, is the worst time. Play for a baby's plane ticket right now? It, never. If it, under two, as long as they can sit on your lap, and, no and usually you get extra seats too, and they'll oh. just be like, "All right, well, here you can sit your kid here." Be be careful with that, Nick. My mom brought me to Germany when I was one. She said I cried from the time we left till the time we landed. That's exactly. It's a dangerous See, game yeah. you play, you know. So um, if, if I have a social anxiety, it's like I don't want to. I, I don't want to make people like uncomfortable. I don't want to. I almost just don't want to be noticed by strangers. Like, so flying with a baby sounds like one of the worst things in the world for mm-hmm. me. I think I'd just be going around to people being like, sorry, it's a baby. Sorry, it's a baby. Sorry, it's a baby. Like, I hope I'm not ruining your day. It's a baby. I can't do anything about it. So that that's a good point, Roush. The mm-hmm. baby trout. Now, this honeymooner should have been like, oh, yeah, we're bringing our kid. So, like, <laughs> That's why we're driving. Because that's right. that's that that's a great point. Flying with a kid sounds terrible. Driving with a kid doesn't sound great either, but at least it's just you. You all. can stop, you yeah. can get out. And you, like, can, you know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut that baby up. I'll turn this. All right, let's take a break. How about that? Yep. Do want to remind everybody, get the luxury pre-owned Rolex you've always dreamed about this weekend at Genesis Diamonds. Come see Kentucky's best selections of luxury pre-owned Rolex timepieces, all the most popular models with special financing this weekend and this weekend only. It's going to be at Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. This is KRC. We'll be right back. Send your text in 502-414-1450. Be the bad man, to be the sad man, behind the eyes. Was, I, I, I watched Dazed and Confused over the weekend. Did I tell you that? All right, all right, all right. The first time. What? Yeah. It took you this long. You cool, man? I'm like, how? Okay. You know what's funny, though, is like, 
You didn't tell me to watch it. You didn't no. say you need to watch this because a lot of our drops are from this. How's it going? It's going to be a lot better, man. It's funny sometimes when I watch movies that I've never seen before, and then one of our drops is in it. I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. <laughs> of course, like the movies generally have to do with drugs and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I should have known that that's a movie that Trevor watched. Oh. How's it going, man? Hey. Pretty good. How's it going with you? Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I, I didn't love the beginning of Dazed and Confused. I was kind of like, what am I watching? But by the end, I was like, man, that could go on another hour or two and I would have been happy with it. All I'm saying is I just want to look back and say that I did it the best I could while I was stuck in this place. Had as much fun as I could when I was stuck in this place. Played as hard as I could when I was stuck in this place. Dogged as many chicks as I could when I was stuck in this place. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're always running out of time at the end of shows, because our rejoins are six minutes long. My gosh, that's a long one. Trevor's just like, I want to play every single quote from Days and Confused in one drop. what he did. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, absolutely I, what he did. I think it was every drop you all have ever used on the show. Yeah. It may, from it, that movie. It may be. Weather's been nice lately. We talked about that a little earlier to start the show today. It's going to heat back up next week, though. And, of course, winter, not too terribly far away, which gets I get pumped up about. Just remember to keep Bobby Cook Golf Academy in mind. And remember, we had an anonymous texter let people know that private lesson rates may be going up in a little bit, but if you're grandfathered in, you're grandfathered in. So I'd get to Bobby Cook Golf Academy as soon as possible Work on your game. Finish out the season strong. Roush, we all know fall is the best golf. And when there's a little crisp in the air, it feels mm. good. Maybe you want to bring a jacket, but you'll probably be all right without it once you warm up. Ooh, the Q-Zip's great. Great the, for that. The, the leaves are falling. It's pretty. Uh, they're over at 1410 Charlestown, New Albany Road, Suite 201. They're on the second floor. It's right off Exit 4 here in oh, Southern yeah. Indiana. You get off Exit so 4, off, off 65, and you're going to be right there. Go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy dot com they open at nine so if you can go there hit the range before round don't want to go sweat out in public uh, you can do whatever you want at the bobby cook golf academy you can bring your own beer as well but feel free to book an appointment go to their website check it out bobbycookgolfacademy.com tj i know you're probably not keeping up closely with new york giants training camp but did you see what happened yesterday yeah, I did. Well, I I didn't see the videos. The video of that's it? the thing. They're they're surprisingly not video of this basically all out brawl between the team, where somehow quarterback Daniel Jones ended up at the bottom of it. Yeah. But what I like most about it is afterwards, how do you how do you discipline a football team after fighting? You make them run gassers. <laughs> It's just such a seems like something that happens in high school, not like to thirty year old men. Imagine somebody blowing a whistle at you and saying, "Gassers for acting like a bunch of children." Go, like I can't, I can't even, I just can't put myself in those shoes right now. I would honestly be a little concerned if I was a coach that like one of my star players would be like, "No, I'm not running anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Is this too much?" Hundred-yard gasser. It's not even the sideline to sideline. It's the full field. Then if, then if you have a player, and then they made him do like up downs and push ups, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was a very middle school like punishment. 
I mean, I enjoy the hell out of it, and it amuses me. But I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I can't imagine as an adult taking too kindly to that. No, no, gosh, that's uh. I was reading one of the texts ahead. Oh, got yeah, a little, we, we got some, we got some good stuff. Well, let's get to it. Yeah, man. we we let's keep it moving. If Trevor isn't dressed up <laughs> as the revolting blob for the calendar, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Kind of like Scooter's parents are when they take a tour of his apartment. My parents don't come to my apartment. Thank you very much. Why not? That's from Billy. They've Blue. each been one time to check oh, it so out. You just don't like to. Uh, you don't just, enjoy your parents' company. It's yeah, just so far from you, where they are. You don't have company over. Not really. No. When's the last time you all had a little party? Uh, never. Well, we do like UFC watch parties. Okay. But there's only like five or six people. When was the last one of those? Oh, wow. Justin Mm. doesn't have any friends is what he's telling us. Two months ago? He's got friends. I got friends. Yeah, he's got friends. Few, but I got some. That sounds like a good time. Just throw back a couple brewskis, watch some fighting. Yeah. Make some bets. Oh, yeah. Nice. Texter says, not trying to give myself all the credit, but I think I do deserve a pat on the back with some of my recent texts. Plumly, bro. Oh, God. You know what? I think we should just not read it, right? No, read it. We read every text. Read I mean, Plumly, bro, is out here just trying to shine in the spotlight. So hopefully some folks decide to dunk on him. Uh, I sparked the debate whether or not TJ could touch rim, Wallfusters, Cracker Barrel, and who would win one-on-one between Roush and TJ. I saw Facebook. Some drama on those topics. By the way, TJ, I do think you can touch a rim because I've heard through the grapevine that you're an elite quarterback of flag football. The real question is, can you grab a rim? So now is it, can you grab a rim? It's not, can you touch a rim? It's, can you grab a rim? I mean, uh, I can grab it. basically one and the same, though. Now, now, I don't know if I could just do like a two-foot, two-hand and like hold, hold and like, like yeah. yeah, I'm really I mean, badass. Could I eventually, if I was warmed up enough, do that i bet i probably could probably wouldn't be the prettiest thing in the world but let's just stick with the the the, the simplistic touch rim and the easy answer to that is absolutely. the reason why i question this i have long arms it, yeah but like my only question in all of this is that of all of the athletic skills jumping is the one we do least when we grow up even when you're pelotroning in your volleyball playing, you're jumping off two feet in the sand. It's a little bit different. So, and I'm sure you're only doing that a handful of times a game. So, I, I just that's the the part that I question is like because like I I've been able to get back into the basketball shape relatively quickly, but jumping is still just like hilariously out of the question. Yeah, but we're all not six foot six. Jumping's easier for shorter people. I don't think that's how it works. Uh-huh. Easier on the knees. Yeah. That's why people in the NBA that play lower to the ground have longer careers. <laughs> Dexter says, DJ, the opinions are your athletic prowess. B, everyone is based solely on photos of you. Average height and husky. Bad hair. Easy to see the skepticism. <laughs> but I got your back, pal. <laughs> Touch that rim and shut these fools down. <laughs> A lot. Oh man, a lot of just a lot like, to a lot to take in on a text average message. Average height, husky, bad hair. You know what? I appreciate that you have my back, and I am going to touch that rim, <laughs> and everybody's going to be super embarrassed. Oh my gosh, what a what a just backhanded compliment. No, it a, <laughs> no, he meant really well by the text. Um, yeah, it was a little harsh, a little honest, but it was what it was. Uh, he had my back, and that's the that's the takeaway. You ever been described as husky? Yeah. 
Getting worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw a peerless bourbon commercial. Was that Big Blue Drew's voice? White guys, we love our bourbon. He's white, right? <laughs> Is that part of the commercial? I haven't heard the commercial, so maybe that text would be better if I did. Yeah, no Is, idea. What does the text the, the the commercial doesn't say white guys love our bourbon, right? Yeah, also, like that seems like that'd be a good commercial to get in trouble. Yeah, I don't no idea what this text is talking. The only people who don't pick Waffle House don't eat there. Well, obviously, give me a barrel of crackers all dang day over Waffle House. Cruel. Cruel. <laughs> No, but that's I, I do mean that. I think people have this there, oh. there's a stigma around Waffle House that it's gross, that it's drunk, that it's loud, that people are gonna fight there and whatnot. And that's mostly untrue. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen like in all my Waffle House experiences, like you of course you're gonna see some characters in there, but like Especially I've never when you go at two in the morning. Like, yeah, guess like, what? You're gonna see people that are a little uh But usually like up. every time that I've been in there, I where it's like, oh man, it's good. Get wild! Like I'm usually the I'm usually that person, you know. Like I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's just it's, don't believe the hype, folks. The bad hype. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna we we need to do a we we'll do a Patreon on Waffle House. It'll be a good time. The month of August is definitely the Sunday scaries of the year. What a terrible text. Why? Because it's more of like the Sunday scaries of the year. Sunday scaries are like you're dreading what's coming next. August is I'm like so excited about what's coming next. Well, no, August is the Wednesday yeah, okay. of the week. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ugh, all right, we're better than where we were, but we still ain't where we want to be, right? But we're getting there. We're getting there. That's what Wednesday is. Sunday scaries. That's somebody who texts that in that just like loves summer and hates cold weather. Also, hates it. Sunday scaries are just. Twitter culture. I don't think they exist. Oh, they exist. I used to not think they exist. They exist. Man, but it's I really love when I like love Sunday so much. But it's, it's really it's... when I'm just hung over. If I'm hung over Sundays, I'm just like crap. Because I at our at my you're not thirty yet. At my old age, you don't know if it's gonna leak over to Monday. And the two day hangover is just the worst. You've had those? Almost exclusively if I like drink. And, you know, it's probably once a month that it happens. Maybe somebody's just not in good enough drinking shape. No, no. You just yeah. wait, buddy. Hmm. Texture says, our Volvo Curly has 349,078 miles, and it's not stopping anytime soon. We plan on getting this sucker to 500,000. You know of anyone that has more miles than this one? Man, my, a picture of it, and too. I, I, I do not personally. My dad got his 91 Toyota Camry. We called it the Green Machine. It got up to like three. It, it was right around where you're at, Texter. My right dad had a Honda Accord that got to 250. It could be more, but it was so crappy at that point. Like trying to accelerate was hilarious. Like the engine would make noise for like four seconds before, before it like, would go. Yeah, yeah, and then it'd just be like a little putter. The, the, I think the key to all the like. You'd have to have – if you have a detailed person who, like, keeps maintenance records, you can get a car like that. But the problem is, is, like, you know, in our brains, how often are we remembering to get our tires rotated and everything? Like, you have a sticker to remind you to get your oil change. But everything else, I'm not I'm not keeping track of that. I think you need to be a very tedious person 
to maintain and keep a car up for that long. If you're getting your oil changed every 3,000 miles, then you should just get a tire rotation every three oil changes. Yeah, but I forget, like, well, was it this oil change? or like that? That's my problem, Justin. I know that, but I forget, okay, how long has it been? If you just go to the same place, they'll keep track of that stuff for it's you. It's true. Yeah. Might have to switch it up. Start getting the same place. Another text says, question. Due to your stellar advertising, I purchased tickets to Nelly on Friday. You can bring your own chairs. Are camping chairs allowed or are there limitations? Been to Deer Creek and they make you have those small short chairs. What Keep. would a camping chair? Yeah. I like don't, the fold-out ones, I guess? But isn't every chair like... Uh, I would think you'd be all right, Keith, but for the love of God, just bring a normal chair, dude. I mean, how 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 sophisticated can a chair be that they say, nope, can't bring this chair? It like turns into like a tent, but at the like end of the tent, there's just a seat. <laughs> My chair. <laughs> um, I can't, I've never I think, heard I of somebody I, saying, wait, we I, allow chairs, but not, no, 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 not those chairs. I think I know what he's talking about. And they are like, they're super comfortable. They have a ton of space. They got like storage as well. I think I know the chair that you're talking about, Keith. I bet you'd be okay. But if you do want to play it safe, just bring your normal lawn chair yeah. that comes in a little bag with the little mm-hmm. hook on it and just feel like you're slumming it like the normies for a night, Keith. TJ, I'm 38, fat, bald, still out playing fat flag football here in Nashville. Finally won the championship while playing the game of my life with a pick six. Wow, that's huge. 14 pulls, wow. four sacks. I'm being... That guy, but now that I play my best game of my life, I'll leave the cleats on the field or keep playing. Oh, it's a dilemma that football is almost here. That all great athletes uh, like ourselves have had. Congrats on the huge championship game. I love that you take pride in your defense and our flag football team. We've got a few people that do that as well. So that's good stuff. Um, I don't know. There'd be a little part of me. On the one, if you think you can win another championship, I think you need to say that you're playing flag football into your 40s. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If you don't think your team can do it, then then hang it up a champion. Right, right. I because then you're talking two seasons. So if you think your team in the next two seasons have one more championship in you, I'd say go for it. If you don't, the team's starting to kind of break up, people are doing their own thing, maybe time to hang it up. Congrats, though, on a great career. Yeah. Flag football is great, super manly, hard to do. Only really the elite of the elite can do it into our old ages. Only the dunkers. <laughs> All-Star Special is great and safe. Hammer a sausage, egg, and cheese Texas melt with hash browns covered and thank me later. I mean, Seriously. That sounds great. Sounds amazing. Oh, man. We could, we could have a KRC breakfast at Waffle House. Yeah, I think we might have to do that. After uh, we, got, we got that microphone, don't we? Or it doesn't work, does it? He got a new one. Just all we got to do is plug in and just kind of do a food review. It'd be a good time. Did you send it back at least? He's going to send me the shipping label as well. Nice. Roush went and saw Nelly a couple of years ago at Whitaker Bank Ballpark, and it was the exact opposite. Played none of his hits. What? And if he did, it was a very small cut. Played a bunch of new crap that nobody knew. Play the stuff that everybody here bought 20 years ago that made you rich. Suck it, Nelly. Well, at the waterfront. I'm assuming he's playing all the hits. He's playing the bangers. He's playing the bangers. Yeah. That is always a bummer where artists are like trying to push, the new hey, I, I want to continue to be relevant, so here's my new stuff. And everybody's like, nah. So very underrated Nelly song is uh, My Place. 
Jaheim. Remember that song? No. Come on over to my place. It was it was a much more uh, sensual R and B. Just sift and take a seat. Ride with me though is the is the go though of Nelly songs. I'll, I'll, I'll need to start listening to Nelly to get me pumped up. Okay. <laughs> Hoosier Dingus used to be a Florida man. He gets more interesting by the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. He won. Wait, you, were you in Indiana or Florida when you won the lottery? Florida. Yeah. yeah. And was the voice of the North Florida Ospreys. Yeah. Florida lottery is way better than Indiana lottery. What Sorry. happened Sorry, to the, Mom. the North Florida job? Um, so I, w- I actually never worked for North Florida. I worked for ASUN.TV, and it broke up. So, mm. yeah. No that more was, ASUN.TV. That was my doing there. But I did, a little, I did a little work with Jacksonville as well. Mm. The Jaguars? No, the Dolphins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> John here. Good morning to all. Question. Will Indiana and Kentucky do like New York with their COVID rules? Yeah, New York City doing a COVID pass. Hmm. Uh, I don't I doubt think that'll happen. Proof of vaccination. Yes. Yeah. Also, I got my fantasy football league set up Saturday. The only problem is I made the live draft the same time as the UK football game that I have tickets to. The draft is an hour before the game, and I'm worried that I will not have great coverage near at the stadium. I can't remember if there is Wi-Fi there. So should I change the date or roll the dice and keep the same? Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Just Just a reminder for everybody that's going to be going to the Krogue. All you got to do, all you have to do, and you're lucky enough to be a loyal listener to Nick Roush, you just slide into his DMs, yes, for the Wi-Fi password. Well, that's, that's the thing. They don't they don't do it like that anymore. Uh, you have to have your own login. I, like I'm going to show up. He'll to give you the login he'll, on Friday, he'll, and I'm not going to know how to get on the internet. He, it's going to be a real disaster. It's really not that bad. It's really easy. You just got to reach out to a media member. A lot of you, some of you all did it to me when I was back in the press box, and I'd be happily because it's not your internet. You know, you can share with anybody, Roush. No need to be a stickler on the internet. Also, John. John, why would you make an 11 a.m. draft? Yeah. I, but Under any circumstance. And no, change the time. Don't do a, it around the game. You're yeah. going to enjoy the pageantry and the tailgating. You're not going to have to be on your phone looking down every two seconds. It's so John, much, switch it. Like in, in, it's so much more fun to like be able to give your undivided attention to the draft. Just change the time. Texter says, podcast listener here. Just wanted to give Roush a shout-out. TJ is normally who lean toward on most things, but driving up the road this morning with the windows down, drinking coffee and listening to Roush and Lucky Talk Ball has my morning hitting different. Thanks for all the hard work, boys. We'll catch KRC as soon as the podcast drops. Great time of year for the football podcast, and you guys are churning out content. Burning and, it's and good. turning. And we'll uh, we'll start getting into more regular routine as we get closer to the season. We'll get Lucky on, hopefully, and be able to talk some football with him as well, and uh, I'm pumped up as well. I, the, the weather, just being a couple weeks away, we're getting there, folks. Uh, so That's, close. Again, not the Sunday scaries. Not the Sunday scaries. <laughs> Texter K- says... KRC takes on Android, having me thinking about the progressive commercials. Don't become your parents. <laughs> That's pretty spot on. That's kind of <laughs> what we were going for. Those are great commercials, too. They're really good. If you printed out directions to you're get the, here, yeah, you're in the right place. place. No fussing, no cussing, no back talk. <laughs> oh, man. I, I get a lot of uh, just Zillow apps, uh, like new house for sale, and I'll just scroll through them quickly. And I'm sure you do this all the time when you go to appraise, to appraise a house, and you just see those houses with words everywhere all over the wall. Oh, yeah. Man. Like home. 
<laughs> Everybody kitchen. got the home one. Oh, no. the popular one now in bathrooms is get naked on oh. like a shower curtain. <laughs> it's like God. I've got a really not bad. a big fan of the words everywhere. Maybe I could not my uh, style. Maybe maybe I could post this one. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's always fun seeing what I see in the house. But terrible radio. Look at this person's drawing of a cardinal bird. Oh God! <laughs> it looks like a conehead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like Trevor would create, but it was probably like a four-year-old, cute, you know, yeah, just trying yeah. to mess with paint for the first time. But yeah, um, shockingly, that house still on the market. Oh, big blue Drew here. You guys know I love the kids, and I'll fully admit that Disney World is the most miserable place on earth. Add in the fact that Orlando is god awful; it's the perfect storm of sweat and pure regret for a vacation. Disney World for a honeymoon is absurd unless you're Woody and Bo Peep. <laughs> wow, great text into the show, Big Blue Drew. Yeah, I'm with Drew. Give me the generic white person honeymoon. Yeah, yeah like Orlando, just yeah, it's fine. Like it's it's a fun ball game trip, you know. But for honeymoon, I'm just not gonna. I'm I'm on the 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 honeymooners can honeymoon wherever they want to honeymoon. I think Disney World's a great place for it. Big Blue Drew, why don't you chime in on the touching the rim debate? You could put this to bed pretty easily, buddy. Texter says, "Roush, my two year old daughter has flown three times, and the only time she cried, she was two months old, and it was because she was hungry. Yeah. Definitely way better than having to drive than having to drive on top of listening to a kid cry. I don't know about you all, but when I start driving, I don't want to stop for nothing. Way easier for mom to comfort a baby while she's sitting in her lap than climbing in the back seat or stopping. Just my experience, though. Yeah. Interesting perspective there, yeah. and." Uh, I also like to not stop at all. Yeah. Just get there. Right. And, you know, we'll stop when we got to get gas. And then if we got to stop besides that, a quick rest stop can be two minutes. That's that's easy. I've started to enjoy stopping more because I have to have coffee when I drive. Again, naturally, you know, you're going to have like to More and more people in my life stop. are becoming bigger and bigger coffee drinkers. Not me. We're getting older. I don't want to. I'm trying to dial it back, though. Stick to no more, like three max, and that's a max. But I try not to drink it in the afternoon. Try to stick to the water, the Wawa. You drink three cups a day? No, I, I no more than like that's a that'd be a long slog for me. But it's usually two in the morning. You ever get jittery? No. no. Texter says you all had a KRC golf scramble already. I listen every day and somehow miss that announcement. If there is another one, I'd love to partake. Well, you, you, we talked about it a lot. I don't know how you listen every day. It's like a week it. and. June, we brought it up. We've said we wanted to do one in August. We have not set out a date, but maybe if we went and got some Waffle House, we could figure all this stuff out. Maybe. Maybe so. The 12-hour drive to Orlando is not bad. It's the 12-hour driver back home after spending a week in D- Disney that kills you. Yeah, drive homes are the worst. Especially through South Georgia, going from Atlanta to Valdosta. That stretch is just brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, the KRC Scramble champions are going to the KSR Golf Scramble on Friday at Glen Oaks. Have you ever guys played there? Yep, Keith. It's uh, Precision Golf. It's uh, luckily you don't hit it too far, but for people that do, <laughs> drivers are tough on that course, and that's actually just for anybody because if you don't hit your driver straight, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. And they're not the longest holes in the world either. But I, I like the course. My uh, my sister lives on it, so make sure you wave at just all the houses, just to be sure. Yeah. Good, good, good call, Terry. Look for my little nephew, niece, in the mm. window. 
Hoosier Scooter Dingus doesn't have time for his family, but has time to watch six hours of UFC? Wow, suck it, parents. That's from uh, Big Money Mook. That's right. What were we talking about during the break that he had time to do? Talking about something. I don't know. I don't recall either. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if TJ is this elite-level athlete, then why didn't you play varsity sports at St. X, where they generally have 150 kids on the football team? Something isn't lining up here, and those well, are Well, I was—I I, I wish I did play football. I don't think I would have been—I mean, I would not have most likely been a starter, but I was so small freshman and sophomore year. Well, freshman year. I you got didn't play bigger. golf either? Didn't N- try for the did, golf team? Golf didn't have 150 kids on the team, believe it or not. Yeah, but like— you didn't at least go out for it or anything? No, I was a horrible golfer. One time in the Junior huh, Fall so City some golf tournament, I shot 134 in the qualifying round, which uh, was high. Which yeah. Which is a big score. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Basketball, did try out, did not make the team. And junior basketball was pretty tough for tryouts. I made it past the cut where they cut people on the previous team, and then they had one more cut and cut just me. <laughs> Only me. They were like, oh, we made a mistake here. And luckily, they didn't like read it out in front of everybody and call everybody's name, and then just mine was left <laughs> out there. there. The coach just pulled me aside, and he, it was Bergamini. It was his last year, and he was like, listen, if you were younger and I was had more time to develop you, I'd coach you, but this can be my last one, and I bet you're probably not going to play, so we're just going to roll with a, a smaller roster. I was like, I, I don't mind sitting in. I'll sit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just like, oh, I was, I was like, okay. Is Clay Nazer your is, age? Yeah, uh, you're older. Oh. Yeah, you old, we, we, we got in trouble for uh, making fun of his nose. That's not. You shouldn't make fun of people's noses. He got. Shouldn't make fun of people for he, things they can't control. He hit the gym hard after he got out of high school. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He was. A, he was. He was. A, I've went from string bean to muscle man. Still, he's got a kid now. Um, there's your Clay Nazer update. If uh, TJ is 100 percent on the drinking puni- punishments being elevated to two day hangover, the only hack around is to drink light beer or vodka. Keep it light, you'll be all right. That's oh, from Nuke. I like that saying, uh, but TJ's got to dust it. It's so. not. No, first off, I don't. Secondly, that's not so much true, Mook. It's if you're drinking over like five hours, I don't care if you're keeping it light. The, the, the but, key is just having some water sprinkled in the key is really just not drinking a ton that's the key uh i'm talking about normal chair dorks i just call them camping chairs call me old-fashioned yep, so what old-fashioned. so what chairs do you think they are allowed to bring in but then they're not allowed to, yeah. yeah just bring your if they says you can bring chairs bring your damn chair keith john i love you you're the second best texter, but come on, an 11 a.m. draft? That's disappointing. Change the time and keep your reputation. Uh, That's from Mook. Mook saying he's the best texter. I was praising <laughs> House Off Dixie higher. I guess they mean highway. The above ground pool had a sign. We don't skinny dip. We chunky dunk. <laughs> it was the most Dixie thing I've ever seen. Oh, man, that is awesome. <laughs> Rush really loved it. Oh, that's so Dixie Highway. A texture says the Disney World honeymoon would guarantee I wouldn't want kids for at least a decade. There you go. Birth control. <laughs> this is no hyperbole. Glen Oaks is the worst golf course in Louisville. <laughs> I can maybe use a driver on two holes. TJ can at least use a driver on every hole. Oh, that's wow. coming from my brother, which is hilarious. He's only had a better score at golf in his entire life one time playing against me, which is pretty humiliating. Oh, so. Wow. And I can hit it definitely further than Johnny. Uh, looks like we got one more. Were you guys talking about – oh, no. I'm not going to read that, Johnny. Come on. Be nice. All right. We're out of time. Everybody have a good day. We will be back tomorrow, 7 o'clock. 
I mean, thank you for all the texts. Yeah, this was a good show. Go Team USA. I'll be up at midnight tonight if anybody wants to, I don't know, reply to my tweets or something. (laughs) Make me feel less lonely. I'll be asleep. Enjoy your Wednesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Justin, still need one more for golf, buddy.